What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie and or TV show of all time. I am Matt Primo, joined by Josh Primo. Sup, bitches? And this week we are continuing our review series of The Sopranos Season 1. Uh, on this episode, we are reviewing episodes 10 and 11 of Season 1. So if you have not been following along with us or you have not seen these two episodes, then I highly recommend you pause this and then come back later once you've either watched it or you've listened to all of our other uh, content. Uh, either or, I mean, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I don't really care. Uh, but episodes 10 and 11, that's what we're recapping and reviewing today. But before we do that, if you want to consider supporting us and uh, join us at patreon.com slash two game, I totally fucked that up. Uh, you, Wow. I only do that like a million times. and I just straight up just jack that shit up. Hmm. Anyways, patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two supports at any of those tiers. And you get access to a whole bunch of different content, exclusive segments, podcasts, and you become a creator slash producer of all of our content. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Paradixio, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, Lindsay Humble, Michael King, uh, Casey Pye, Christina Lambu, Ryan Sibley, and Brian slash Corey Costa. We appreciate y'all supporting us at that $20 tier every single month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this. So thank you so much. Now let's fucking do this, sir. The Sopranos, Ooh, Season 1, wait. Episodes 10 and 11. Let's start with number 10, obviously, because we're not going to do that weird shit where we do it out of order. But whatever, you know. Episode 10, a hit is a hit. <clears throat> According to the suggestions of Dr. Melfi and Carmela, Tony attempts to be more social by getting to know some of the neighbors better. Christopher and his girlfriend, Adriana, uh, befriend rap mogul Massive Genius. Uh, Christopher agrees to help Adriana produce a demo for a band though one of its members is her ex-boyfriend. Massive Genius threatens to sue Hesh for supposedly stolen money, or stolen music royalties, excuse me. So uh, a hit is a hit, sir. What do you think about this episode? I think you just said Moggle. Uh, I believe that was called Mogul. Mogul, Moggle, <laughs> Fuck you. I got you, dick. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> Is it Mogul? <laughs> Are we sure? <laughs> I don't. I've never said. Look at this. He's a Mogul of our I'm, time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to read it fucking fast, man. I wasn't fucking whatever, man. Go fuck yourself. This Mogul is my Mogul. <laughs> well, you know, uh, ten. I liked it. While I don't think it's one of the best of this season. I don't think it's the worst. I found many spots in it to entertain myself. Shout out to that. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, I kind of like the aspect where you get to see kind of more of the mobbish take on, you know, how decisions are handed down and then, you know, the lower guys go and execute said plan. And it was pretty cool to try to see Tony have a normal life outside of, you know, his family family and how he doesn't fit in at all. And everybody knows what he does and who he is. 
and it just makes it even more awkward because they're trying to pretend he's not and he's trying to pretend he's not but somebody always fucks it up and makes him feel like uh he wants to punch their face in and then i like i like this one man you uh the transition between Christopher and the last episode to this episode is, is pretty intense. He went from, you know, sad and depressed because he was never mentioned as an associate to him. And now he's trying to call shots and get sit downs and stuff for people. And, you know, I think it just shows a huge progression in his character. Yeah, shit. I don't, I don't think I can really add much to that, what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I don't think this is like like you said. This isn't the best episode in the season. It's not the worst episode. I think college uh, is definitely that episode, and that's not really even that bad of an episode. It's just not as good as all the others. So it's kind of where we are in the in the trying to gauge how good these episodes are. This one, I've been it's been a toss up, man. I don't know. There's just something about it. I'm not a huge fan of. It's still better than college, but I wouldn't say it's that much better than college overall. Uh, I think they spent a lot of the episode, like you said, trying to dive into some of the uh, outside family stuff that Tony's doing, like you said, and then trying to get into the, uh, I mean, a lot of this episode is Adriana and Chris and developing that relationship. So I, I think overall, it's a very important episode just from that perspective, because we haven't had any development of that relationship at all. I mean, they just all of a sudden started dating. There was no communication between them two before they started dating uh, in the season. And to finally get into some of that uh, relationship was was nice. But, I mean, did we spend a little too much time on the music show? Maybe. I don't know. Um, I thought some of the music stuff was kind of boring. And then you dive into some of the stuff with Tony and the outside stuff. And it's like, yeah, I mean, this is interesting. I, I like the different aspects that they're kind of giving us with his with his character's personality and his uh, his life outside of the the mob. But again, I don't know if they're doing anything interesting in those retros in the in that perspective to to make me say, oh, this is just a great episode or amazing episode or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I think I think some of it was it was good, not great. Yeah, you all, we also, I forgot to mention, we see Carmela starting to, you know, th it's a theme throughout the entire series, her always worried about the future. And Tony's answer is, you'll be taken care of. And as we see, I don't want to spoil it, but as we see later on, we see why she worries. So th this was the first time I've noted that she actually started really worrying about, you know, how she would be provided for. Yeah, she's looking at like stock prices, not stock prices, but like, doing shit with uh, the stock market and and whatnot um so going going to the uh let's, i mean there's obviously two big things in this episode as the chris and adriana and then tony and the uh and then and the guys uh but let's talk about tony and the guys real quick on the golf course they asked him if he if he knew john Gotti. yeah that would have been how would he have known him wouldn't that have been like before his time well i'm no, 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 because no, it would have been accurate because Gotti was it. The Teflon Don was in the 90s when he got busted. Yeah, but it, it's that whole conversation. I'm like, is he being intimidating or is he just trying to make himself sound better than he is? I mean, I, I was I was confused about the the context of that of that conversation between them. 
Yeah, I found the whole ice cream thing really weird. Yeah, I was like, what, what, what is he... Is he trying to say that he's rich and the only reason he didn't get the ice cream truck was because a big-time mobster didn't... I mean, he outbid him? You know, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I, never, I, was really I never thought of I never thought of it that way. Because they're all they're all talking shit about uh, him being the mob and whatnot, and then he comes up with that conversation that that little story, and I'm like, is he being intimidating? Because I, I want to say in previous watches, I would probably say that he was trying to be intimidating, but now I'm just like, eh? or is he just trying to show off? I mean, did he even know what he wanted to do? <laughs> I mean, it's Tony. He, he's he's all over the place. Uh, what what'd you think about Christopher and Master P? Because he's over there uh, eyeing up Adriana the whole time. Like she's like they're really good, and he's like, and he Christopher knows this. It's like any other time he would have been all over him, but he kind of let it slide. I was kind of I took back by that. Yeah, that's true. He he normally he would be jumping on people's ass from looking at her. Maybe because it had to do with some of money. I mean, the, at the end of the day, Italians will do any. Or let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Italians in The Sopranos. Okay, I don't want to make a blanket statement about regular world, real world Italians. Who knows? We may have some friends from uh fans from uh Italy. I don't know, but Italians in this show, all they care about is money. Money is numero uno over family. Yeah. I got to tell you something. Juan Valdez has been separated from his donkey. Wait, what? (laughs) Juan Valdez has been separated from his donkey. (laughs) You don't don't remember Polly calling Tony with that? That was the message. At the very beginning of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, this fucking guy did not just say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was a good that was a good opening scene. That was a good one, man. And then you know what the other part? I liked seeing Hesh get kind of uptight when he was meeting with Master P. Mm-hmm. And and Christopher's like, well, he's gotta make it right. And he's like, well, hold on a fucking minute. You need to put some cold fucking fizzy water on your head. <laughs> he fucking said that. I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> basically just told him to shut the fuck up but yeah he didn't and uh what that uh it was polly or uh seal that was like whoa who the fuck is this over here uh i want to say it was polly wasn't it i think it was man that was that was, that, that was funny that was funny and then at the, very, good... the very end of the movie because the the song that was playing at the very end of the uh the episode that was that band right that's the only thing I can guess. I didn't go into it to. Uh... <laughs> now that's a hit. <laughs> <laughs> and you just. It, it makes sense because then Christopher just looks at him and he's just like, this motherfucker here. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one he, he got his royalties off of? Wait, no. Remember at the very end of the episode, he's listening to a uh to a song. Is that that's the band Christopher was trying to get together? I that's why I thought it was. I thought so too, but I was confused. I was like, well, how would it be a hit if it wasn't a hit earlier? 
yeah, I think that was, I, that's, I don't know. I hope, I hope it's that because it was funny as fuck to me when they, when they did that. Cause the whole episode, he's like, oh, this, this song is great. And Hesh is over here like, nah, nah, man. A hit is a hit and that's not a hit. And then at the very end of the episode, after all the shit that had gone through, he's like, no, that's a hit. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense that way. <laughs> it does. And if it's, if it's something else, the, honestly, that kind of ruins it. But hey, it, it is what it is. Yeah. I'd have to say that uh, drummer, uh, the lead singer of that little group they were getting together, probably is the, my least favorite actor in this show. Is he in it more than once? No, but he just fucking irritates me with his <laughs> hand up in the air. I don't do drugs, man. <laughs> I'm like, bruh. <laughs> Chris throwing in the bag. Fucking go, go shoot up, man. Do something. <laughs> I don't do drugs, man. <laughs> Get amped up. I know he fucking beats him with a... Uh, the fucking guitar. <laughs> He's like, her fucking play the ukulele. <laughs> the whole time the dude's like, you're not going to hit me with that. And he fucking straight up just hits him with it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's explore uh, Chris and Adrian's relationship a little bit. Uh, they're at the burger place. And that's where a lot of some of the development comes just in this small little, little scene. There is a, a lot of, of like racist dialogue kind of just spoken out through these these that one particular scene where they're in the burger place and he's just calling out racist slurs and whatnot and i don't know i, I don't know if it's just it was just this one episode I, i've noticed a couple of times throughout the series obviously but this one it was like all right dude we get it this guy said what am i mark Furman over here <laughs> <laughs> i said god dang <laughs> But, you know, I, I think we needed it to be like that because who in their right mind would say that when he's the only two white people in that whole joint? Mm -hmm. And that cop whispers over to that other black guy that, you know, obviously pissed off. And he's like, yeah, he's semi hooked up with Tony is the only reason he's saying that. And, and, and I think that's huge uh, for that development of that character and where it's going. Rank wise in the mob. Like where you think he's like this on this uh, high high up on his pedestal than he's act than he actually is. You know, my note is Chris kind of has the big head. <laughs> he's got a big dick. <laughs> 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 that's what you said. <laughs> don't fucking sugarcoat it. <laughs> wow, I, I don't think that's at all what I said, but I mean, since you offered. <laughs> <laughs> So we're also getting some uh, little tidbits of Adriana uh, in, in these couple of scenes. One is the fact that she has this she has this personality. And, and this is really the episode where it's kind of coming out a little bit more. We, I mean, she's been in several episodes uh, up to this point. But we're kind of getting that whole, uh, like, conceited. I'm so worried about my, uh, my image and body. You know, not really interested in kids. Um, we're kind of getting that little personality out of her. But I, I think overall, up to this point, obviously we can't speak about spoilers, but do you like Adrian's character at this point? Do you think they could do better? No, I you know, I think it fits. It fits with the way Christopher is. You know, they're they're both kind of like that, both kind of immature to the fact where it's you know, they want to be like the Joneses and they both want status and wealth. 
And, you know, and really it's just to stick it in somebody's face, to shove it up their ass. Shout out to that. Wow, I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I mean, I you, you don't think that? No, I agree. I 100% agree. I think both of them are kind of like mirrors of the same personality, same character. And uh, yeah, I mean, I like both of them. Adriana, like I said, I'm not going to speak about future episodes or anything like that, but I think up to this point, she's been kind of underutilized. And maybe that's why we got so much of her in this episode. So maybe if we would have sprinkled her a little bit sooner throughout the episodes, maybe that would have helped a little bit more. But yeah, I mean, I think she, I think she's fine in this episode. Excellent. <laughs> I was going to go somewhere with that, but I was like, uh, you know what? Yeah, just leave it alone. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it alone, sir. <laughs> <laughs> sir i know trust me as I long as i know thank you thank you i knew you knew at that moment <laughs> trust me we're on the same wavelength right, it's like we <laughs> and we agree together <laughs> what'd you say i said it's kind of like we rubbed our wieners together we can just <laughs> <laughs> become one <laughs> you said you said come and one <laughs> <Turn to wieners. laughs> You know what? I don't have anywhere else to go from that. <laughs> I don't either. I gave it a seven and a half. <laughs> uh, ooh, you're a little, you're, you're like, <laughs> wait, wait, we're talking about winter size? <laughs> uh, no, we're not. Not today. I, I'm, I'm going to give it a seven. I, I remember giving the college episode six, and I still think Fine. anything in this episode is a lot higher than that. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a seven. Uh, so what you're saying is, Mine's 0.5 bigger than yours. Uh, and more or less, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how cold it is. <laughs> but you know what? Here, here's a little life lesson for you and all the people out there. Okay, all of our supporters. Here's a life lesson for you. You know, your your half inch, oh, your excuse me, your half score, excuse me, doesn't mean you're any better. Okay, it's about what's in the con the content of that seven that I have. And what I can do with that seven, that is most important. I was trying to I was trying to speak very vaguely about it and also use that as an analogy. I was kind of trying to come up with a quirky comeback, but you got me right now. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll revisit this conversation at a later date. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to episode number 11, which is Nobody Knows Anything. A tip from... Uh, a tip from Mac. What was his name? Mac Zane. Is that how you say his name? The the cop. Pussy. I can't find pussy anywhere. Yeah, that's that's totally off topic. <laughs> it totally has to do with this move, this show. Yeah, I'm asking. I'm asking you what his fucking name is. Uh, what'd you anyways, call him? Anyways, uh, it's he leads. McKaysey. It's McKaysey. McKaysey. There's an N at the end. I'm almost McKaysey. I'm, I'm, I thought that's what Tony always called him was McKaysey. Anyways, he leads Tony to make a tough decision regarding one of his most trusted friends. Tony has Polly Walnuts. (laughs) Walnuts. (laughs) 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 Do they ever actually mention his last name in the series? They haven't mentioned it up to now, have they? Uh, I'm reading this. I'm like, Walnuts. They They ain't never fucking said that name in here. Anyways. Uh, they send Polly to keep an eye on things. Junior, Mikey, and uh, Chucky 
uh, after conferring with Livia, conspired together to consolidate power. You know, one thing that I will say about these names, and people that are probably listening to this is like, this dude can't pronounce shit. You're right, guys. I'm from I'm from Mississippi. Go fuck yourself, okay? It's Paulie Gunterieri, and his nickname was Tony... Uh, shit. What? Who are you talking about? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it. <laughs> well, this episode's going downhill quick. I fucking hate you. What? <laughs> what did you think about this episode devoted to pussy? <laughs> I'm a big, <laughs> I'm a big fan of it. <laughs> you know, just to make sure uh, we're on the just to make sure we're on the same page here. Okay, are we talking about the guy or are we talking about the real thing? <laughs> I'm talking about the guy this time. Okay. <laughs> you know, I think it's starting to build on his character a lot. Uh, you know, we're finally getting to see what Pussy's all about. <laughs> he's one of my favorite characters in the show. I just hate that it, uh, you know, he's being tagged in this episode as a snitch, possibly. You know, mm-hmm. we don't know. Uh, we're hoping not. I, I definitely love this character man uh, i sometimes feel like he was very underutilized in this season very so far because he, he's just i don't know he just like you think of a mobster you kind of think of him you know pulls out the money clip i don't know all that stuff that was a good, and, and it, good accurate description there sir of, of why you're making <laughs> of a mobster <laughs> this guy's a mobster. He has a money clip. <laughs> I'm going to walk up into Walmart. Oh, God's a mobster. A mafia's back. <laughs> You're a fucking dick. <laughs> that fucking comment earlier. Fuck you. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think this episode's a lot better than the, uh, the last one. Uh, I, I think we definitely needed some more uh, pussy in this episode. And, you know, let's just, let's just be fair here, guys. I'm never I'm not going to laugh when I say his name. Let's, let's just be fair, okay? I'm, I'm very immature, okay? I think what you said earlier is, is 100% accurate, and that is he has been very much anywhere. under... Do what? You can't find pussy anywhere? I can't find pussy anywhere. <laughs> God, that just hits home too much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I think, shit, you, you fucking threw me off. Now I'm just like, where the fuck was I even going with that, man? You fucking, see, this is what happens. Um, I, I think, don't know, very I, know much, I think he is very much underutilized, uh, so far in the series, uh, up to this point, he's only been getting like little snippets of, of action. <laughs> 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 I mean, you don't, you don't want your pussy overused. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't even follow up anything with that. <laughs> I can't. Uh, oh my god. Uh, anyways, I'm just gonna move on. <laughs> um, I, I think this is this. This is like the first. I wouldn't say the first episode, but it's the first episode we get of actually someone in the crew that is a potential snitch. I mean, we had. Uh, I don't want to keep bringing up college, but you know, we had that episode where there was a snitch in that one. 
but this is the first one that's an actual active member uh, potentially being a snitch. And I like how for a majority of the episode, you know, Tony's over here like, you better fucking make sure it's him. You know, I want, I want you to see the wire before you do anything. And, uh, you know, he's not 100% sure. Like, I mean, pussy is his best friend. Since being a kid. Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, oh, motherfucker. This is, this is good. <laughs> I'm going to ask him, what do you think about this episode? Uh, I mean, all y'all did was fucking make pussy jokes. <laughs> I mean, if they don't like it, tell them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but uh, anyways, overall, I thought I thought it was a good episode, or a pretty good episode, I should say. And I think it's interesting where things can go from here. And uh, yeah, what, what do you... You know, uh, I appreciated this episode for the fact that you could see the stress that a boss is under, and Tony's under. I mean, he knows from McKenzie that he has a snitch in his crew. They're pointing a the finger at Pussy. But like he said to McKenzie, he, you know, he, he thinks of him as his brother. So he wants to be 110% sure that this is the guy because, you know, it's obvious that he gets killed. I mean, they're going to whack the Pussy, you know, <laughs> if it is him. So, you know, they have to be sure. And, you know, uh, my favorite there was some good, very good acting scenes here, dialogue wise, uh, and just acting wise. When McKenzie met uh, Tony down at the water to tell him about that, and back in the Bada Bing upstairs, and they're trying to get a hold of Polly because you know Polly was supposed to kill a guy if he found out, mm-hmm. and nobody's heard nothing and nobody can get a hold of him. And finally, when Polly comes through the door, man, just it's like almost raw emotion. He was like. Did you fucking do it? Did you do it? And then, you know, the whole crossed my eyes. Uh, mother, your mother. <laughs> what? May your mother die of cancer of the eye. I'm like, bro, how did we go from this serious tone to a playground thing? <laughs> uh, I, I wrote it down. May your mother die of cancer of the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who comes up with that? <laughs> I was like, that is not what I something I would expect uh, the boss to say. Is there such thing as eye cancer? <laughs> I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I do think there's a lot of great scenes in this particular episode with a lot of great acting. The one you just mentioned is one of those, like you said, on uh, the, the raw motion. And what I think is what is great between some of these scenes with Polly and Tony is like Polly knows that I'm just going to shout out this before I even fucking say it. Polly knows that Tony is struggling with pussy being the (laughs) (laughs) And again, another shout out volunteers to take care of, uh, take care of pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, a hell of a friend. (laughs) (laughs) But outside of those those two, or even some of the stuff with Polly, Pussy, Tony, I do think there's some there's a great scene with Carmella and Liv in it. Oh, that was such a good scene. And what's so great about that scene in particular is, you know, Liv, up to this point, she has been 
I don't want to say an unknown character. She's not unknown. But in the sense of she's really just playing the field of everybody where nobody really knows her true intentions. She's playing him, you know, playing him, playing these two together kind of personality. And I think it's uh, some great acting. We talk about live every episode about how much we love her. And uh, this episode was was really great because you can tell that she's being so overdramatic. And Liv just sees, or not Liv, uh, Carmella just sees right through that. And Carmella doesn't give that shit the time of day. Like maybe Tony does or even uh, Junior does. You know, she just straight up tells her, you either fucking, you either want to do it or you don't. Okay? Uh, you fucking make your decision. I like the fact that Carm is the only character that will stand up to her. I find that amazing. Yes. I find I find that amazing. But you know, an understated scene to me is when Tony is talking to the madam, you know, at the very end, and he's like, you know, did did he say anything to my to you about my guys? And you know, he started telling them that she's like, ah, he really didn't ever talk about y'all, but he always liked you because he said, I like Tony because I always know where I stand with him, and and I think that hit Tony because Tony was a dick to this guy the whole time. Yes, every episode. Yeah, everyone. Why don't you get a fucking iron? And you know, it's it's like uh, he's like, I'm sorry if you're under pressure. Sorry if I didn't uh, have time to suck your dick. (laughs) (laughs) That that was great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was like, "Uh, I'm going to use that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to suck your dick. But you know, it, it uh, I think it really kind of hit Tony. He was like, "Man, I that guy talked highly of me, but I was such a fucking dick." So I think it did make him feel bad for a split second, and then he's probably like, "Yeah," and then then he'd go back to using him because you know that so far that's what we see his character has developed into somebody that is good with you until he can't use you no more. Yeah, basically, and uh, even with some of the. Uh... Maybe not in this particular episode, but in some of the uh, the scenes with like Dr. Melfi, where he's kind of reflecting on some of the decisions that he does makes and some of the things that he does, you know, he's kind of regretful about them, and he kind of doesn't like the life that he's in. But outside of that room, he is one hundred percent in that world, and he loves it. And like you said, he will use a character until he doesn't need them anymore, and he may feel some remorse and some. Uh, uh, sadness or whatever the fuck you want to say when he's talking to Dr. Melfi, but during the process of actually being the uh, so quote unquote boss, he is uh he doesn't really give a shit. You know, he's all about the money. What do you think about the uh I'm sorry, go ahead and finish. Do what? Go ahead and finish. Oh, I was gonna say I like how it's just that difference in personalities between Dr. Melfi and then the uh the real world with the with the mob and whatnot. It's just two completely different characters just about. Yeah, what'd you think about the uh the name they gave that doctor in the uh the house? Coos? No 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 and they're they're all in the brothel. Uh I don't fucking remember. You got to remind me. And Pussy's on the bed screaming his back and they're like, go get Dr. Mopping Glue. Mopping and glue. <laughs> 
<laughs> and Sam Doctor walks walks in with with pretty much an apron and house slippers and a uh, toilet brush <laughs> and one of those French maid outfits on top of his head. <laughs> I didn't even fucking catch that. <laughs> Dude, that shit was so funny. I did not fucking. Yes. Get, I'm gonna have to rewatch that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't catch that. Yeah, they. They. Uh, it's right when he started screaming his back. They thought he was having a heart attack. Oh yeah. No, I, yeah, I fucking missed that. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a funny scene there. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I, I, I would, Did you ever I would, watch? Did you ever watch Reno Nine One One? Fuck no. Oh, okay, well, there's one in there, and it kind of takes place in a brothel. <laughs> and the guy walks out, and he's got a big old dildo on his head, and the police are just looking at him. He's like, "Don't fuck, don't judge me. You don't know me. Don't judge me." <laughs> and, and one from? of them slap. Yeah, that's where that came from. And then he slapped oh, the, uh, they slapped the thing, ding dong on his head. They slapped it. <laughs> yeah, I could not get into Reno 911 at all. Oh, man. That, it had some stupid stuff, but there was some funny, funny shit in that show. Maybe it's like one of those things I need to watch as an adult. And maybe when I was a little bit younger, I didn't even really get all the jokes or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but I, I didn't. I, I think, I think. I think that one falls kind of like on South Park. You either like it or you don't. Kind of like Family Guy. You like it or you don't. Family Guy is fucking funny. Oh, man. Uh, like, <laughs> insanely funny. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so overall, dude, I gave, I gave this episode a 7.5. I give it an 8. I think there was great uh, moments for us to really get a look into these characters and see which way they're going. And I mean, it, it's... As up to now, we've not really had an episode that is per se a cliffhanger because now we're wondering, you know, we're left wondering what, what the hell, where the hell is our pussy? <laughs> we can't, we can't find pussy nowhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I kind of appreciated the cliffhanger, you know, it's kind of like, ah, man, I can't wait to watch the next episode. It's one of those grabbers. Yeah, you're right. We we haven't had any episodes, and you know, would this series be even better if we ended? Because up to this point, it's all been kind of episodic. It hasn't been really continuous storylines. Uh, if you've noticed up to this point, yeah, we kind of get the uh, the the background of Junior and and Tony, but for the most part, every episode just stands on its own. Yeah, you know, you know. Actually, I never realized that until you just pointed out. It is very true. It's a uh, because you know, in most series you watch, you start season one and you have an antagonist, and it just slowly builds up to the end to where, you know, you're right. It's been episode per episode, and, and I and I mean, we're on eleven. Yeah, I mean, there's only two more episodes left, so it's like, what is the actual, I guess, centralized theme that we're kind of running on through season one and i guess it's just i mean there's not really a, the 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 biggest conflict this season is between junior and tony so it'd be it'll be interesting to see where the uh last two episodes go uh with that storyline but i mean that's not really been that developed over the course of the season i guess it, it's been i mean obviously it's been mentioned a lot because every episode we talk about how tony either uh, does shit that pisses off Junior, whether him, you know, walking into the cafe and telling him to stop that shit and Junior telling him to come back or don't come at all. Uh, oh, it's or, heavy, but don't come at all. Whatever, though. Whatever, man. You fucking know what I'm saying. 
Well, I believe you knew what I was saying. I knew you knew what I was saying earlier, and you totally dicked me on that one. So I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember that. Uh, <laughs> I remember you saying that's totally not what he said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I plead the fifth. Not that. Not that I'm taking score. Yeah. Right. Uh. So yeah, it, it's gonna be interesting to see where the two, where that storyline really goes in these last couple episodes. Uh. But. Yeah, that's really all I gotta say about that, sir. Yep, yep. Uh, I just asked, have to ask you: You ever whistled in a wheat field? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> hey, uh, then how'd you like that line of Polly? He's in, he's in the little brothel at the very beginning of the episode, and she's giving him a massage. And he's like, "I bet you give a good hand job." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like right at the, right at the fucking gate. <laughs> I I laughed my dick off on that one. <laughs> I I bet you if you did that in a uh, well I don't know what they call them massage parlors how fucking offended they would be on that. <laughs> well, they got that one in Covington that was uh, they got busted for the happy ending, so I'm sure they'd be. Uh, extravagant about that <laughs> please leave us a google review <laughs> yelp review <laughs> yelp <laughs> all right guys well that's gonna be it from us uh next week we will finish off season one with episodes 12 and 13 and we'll kind of give you a uh, overall impressions of season one as a whole uh definitely you know i don't know where the last two episodes I, i've seen this this series twice already right but i don't really remember like how the season unfolds past this point uh so it would be interesting to see where it kind of goes uh just to kind of refresh my mind and whatnot you know but that's oh, yeah. kinda, yeah. that's kind of what we got for for next week so go ahead and watch episodes 12 and 13 uh in preparation for that and then uh after that guys we'll take a little bit of a break and review some movies, and then we'll jump back into season two of The Sopranos. Give us a, I don't know, like a week or two break, something like that, just to watch some other things. Uh, but yeah, man, I appreciate you joining me, dude. Yes, sir. I hope we find where pussy's at. Yeah, we, we gotta go find that pussy. Gotta yes. find Got that to. Is, that is of most importance. That's right. Uh, but guys, that's gonna be it from us, and we'll catch y'all next week on another review. Laters. Laters.